0: This is episode 141 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today I have some thoughts for you about the expectations that we put on our kids and how we dream about their future. I'm going to help us shape our mindset. So when we're thinking about our children's future, we're doing it in a way that helps us be the best parents that we can be. But before we do that, don't forget to hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. Right there in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see the way that you can join our free solution-focused email community. Basically, the Focused Mindset community is my email community where I send out my own personal notes, information. I'd love for you to be a part of that. And You can go over to Amazon right now and pick up my copy of 30 Days to Higher Hopes. It's an interactive writing book full of prompts, full of my personal notes to you and plenty of space that you can be the author of your life and write down all of the wonderful things that are in your mind in order to help you be able to move forward with the highest level of confidence And now let's get into this episode and talk about how we can have a solution-focused mindset when we think about our child's future. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we plan. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, my friends. I am so glad we can meet here today. I have thoughts and I want to share them with you and... This time, it's about how we begin with the end in mind. I've talked about beginning with the end in mind many times in past podcasts. And this time, we're going to talk about how we have hopes, dreams, aspirations, goals, and expectations for our kids. All of this is super duper normal, but sometimes it is gets in the way of our happiness. In a sense, it can cause some anxiety because if we see our kids going off the rails, we worry. Oh, what if they don't accomplish the things that they need to? What if they fail? And this worry creates an environment of uh, almost a fear-based environment, the fear of failure, rather than the expectation of success. As I thought about that, I thought you might need a little refresher, or maybe a very first-time look at how to approach your child's future with a solution-focused mindset. You know, parenting is such a surprise, isn't it? It's never exactly what we had hoped for. We can read all the books we want, and then that little bundle of joy comes into our life, and it is a surprise. You know, many of us have thought about what our child would become even before they're even born. And then sometimes, I don't know if you've ever got together with somebody who's newly engaged or thinking about having kids, and um, if you're somebody that already has a child and you're raising a child, and then you hear them talk about how things are going to be when they have a child, and you think, oh, wow, do they have a rude awakening it's because parenting is never exactly what we expect. Why? Because we're dealing with a human being that's a, an adult in training. They're, they are they have their own uh, ideas. They're shaping their own thoughts. They're growing each and every day into the person that they're meant to be, which isn't a clone of you. Well, this can cause us, like I said, a, a certain level of anxiety and worry that if we don't learn to soften it, it can get in the way of our relationship with our child. You know that there's so many times where people are like, I don't get along with my parents. We don't see eye to eye. They don't believe in me. They never believed in me. There's many adults that are walking around with the belief that their parents were never on their side. If we were able to go back in time and take a look at those parents, I bet you in many cases they felt as though they were just pouring into their child exactly what they really believed should be and that what they sh- and, and such a strong and uh, confident way. If you were to ask that parent about how they want their relationship to be with their child, they probably would say, oh, I want us to be close But something happened along the way where their approach caused their child to feel like they weren't supported and their relationship got so far off track that there they are as adults saying, my parent never understood me. It wasn't their intention. And it's not our intention to create some of the expectations that cause pressure for our children. But sometimes we have to own up to it and realize that that's what happens. It's not until we're a parent ourselves that we realize the intense emotion wrapped around our own children and how badly we want the best for them and how much it hurts our heart if we see them going in a direction that might cause them harm. And that's where that intensity comes from. I've fallen into it, and it's okay for us to own that and then regroup and remember what's most important to us, and then adjust our approach in such a way that we truly are being our best self in the moment and to help us for the future. You know, it is interesting how we always do seem to have a certain vision of how we expect things to be. And as I was preparing for this uh, exact podcast a memory popped in my mind of my si- with that I had with my sister a long long time ago when she was pregnant with her first child when my sister was pregnant with her first child we did the math early on and it was right around my birthday when that child was going to be born and I was super duper excited she was not excited at all she said no I don't need my daughter sharing a birthday I want her to have her very own birthday that we can celebrate, and she was very set on that. Well, time marched on and it got closer and closer to her due date. And you guessed it, that sweet little daughter was born on my birthday. And when she went into labor and I realized what was happening, I couldn't help but think, well, here we go. This is your very first lesson in how we cannot predict what's going to happen when we're a parent. As much as we would like to guide each and every one of their steps, surprises happen. Things are sometimes much better than we had expected or just different than expected. Sometimes it is more challenging than we expected. It's uh, it's hard and difficult and even painful. But we're all in with our kids. Even with those times that are surprising and alarming, we're all in. And when we're all in, that looks differently to our child sometimes than it does to us. If you are the parent that is really intense and you really care hard, I guess you could say, that can cause anxiety within your child. So with all the expectations that we have for our children, and also all of the hopes that we have on lessening anxiety, how does it get so mixed up? How is it that we have these children that run around feeling like they can't live up to their parents' expectations? I say we reframe how we look at our hopes and dreams for our kids. How about we stop and look at what our hope is for our connection with our child? What's our hope for our relationship with our child? What do we want that to look like at the end of it all? We need to be able to look with a realistic eye, understanding that without a doubt, our child is going to go through their own ups and downs of life. They're going to go through their challenges. There's going to be times of their life where you're just not going to understand at all what's going on within them. And this is something that rather than fearing, we can have a knowing that that's going to be the truth because that is what life is all about. It's 50-50. There's going to be 50% that's amazing, 50% that's not good. And our focus is what makes a difference. And could we Could we collectively, as parents, begin to shift how we look at supporting our kids and begin to focus on the relationship more than the destination of where they might land? How would that make a difference in how we parent? I think if you sat back and you made a list of exactly what you want the relationship to be when your child is older, how do you want the two of you to get along How do you want the two of you to communicate? How often would you like to communicate? When they're going through a struggle, what if you were the very first person that they called? If you are that very first person they called when they're 20, 21, 30, and so on, what was it that you needed to do to build that kind of relationship, to create a relationship where they feel close to you. They feel supported by you. They feel like you're the one that has their back all the way through their childhood and into their adulthood. That happens when we think about the relationship more than the destination. The destination is important. We talk about it. We dream about it. But the relationship is the thing that gets you through any challenge. It's okay for us to accept and also know that there's going to be challenges in our child's future. It's also okay for us not to live in fear of those challenges. Instead, we can ask ourselves: when my daughter or son walks through a difficult time, what do I want them to think about me in that moment? What do I want them to think about how I support them? And what can I do today to be just a little closer to that end that I have in mind? It's it's kind of a different way of thinking about the end, right? Because it's the end of, say, when you raise them, let's see, if you can even just pick one time in their future and begin to take a step back and tape is, take a step back and all the way to where you are in this moment and say, what do I need? to do today to build that kind of relationship. I know for me, that thought process helps me to step away from placing on them unrealistic expectations. Instead, I begin to ask them more open-ended questions and loving questions. And I find myself, uh, even in the times of correction, following it up with, I love you. I believe in you, I care about you. No matter what happens, I am here. Those words go so far because if we stop short at um, just correction or just telling them the list of things that we think that they should be doing, there's a time when we do go through those lists and go through all of the things that we want them to do, although I do, I uh, think that that should be minimal. We should do a lot more listening than we do talking. But nonetheless, when that time comes, do we then pause, look at them, and let them know we believe in them? There are lots of different ways that you can build connection with your child. But I just think that now is a time that you can sit back and regroup and think about what you can be doing to build relationship Because if your child walks through a time of illness, let's say they have a relationship that falls apart. Um, Maybe they go through a time of being extremely confused, depressed, worried. You know, they could fall into addiction. They could fall into uh, something that you would never think is possible. Can you love them through it? Can you have a relationship through that? Can you be there for them in such a way that they know that you love them, that you accept them, and that you care about them? Now, there are some parents out there that it's just really, really hard to think about that. I have coached some parents where they say, Oh, no, I cannot accept that. I cannot accept that the future will not be the way that I want it to be. It might be wrapped around a specific subject, like maybe what they're going to be doing for their career or how they're going to approach maybe um, uh, their religion or their beliefs or their values or something very deeply rooted in that parent's heart. And they push back. I've had coaching clients just want to pump the brakes when I begin to say, well, what if they did how would you want their relationship to be? The reason why it's good to think about that is because if we're only thinking that uh, everything is going to be great, then maybe we're sending the message that our love is conditional. Maybe we're accidentally sending a message That only if I'm a good child will my parent um, accept me. Only if I believe like them. Only if I think like them. And when they have different thoughts and different ideas and things that actually they need to run past you, they might stop. Now this could happen much earlier than adulthood. I'm thinking about us picturing our child as an adult, but we can even think about The next couple of years or even six months from now, whenever they have something in their mind where it might mm, just slightly not be in line with the same way that you believe, they very early on learn to be quiet in order to not let you down. Oh, my goodness. Kids hate to let down their parents and they want so badly to be accepted by them and be um, looked at in a good light to the point where they will choose not to talk to the parent, the very one that loves them the most, the very one that wants to uh, help them the very most, simply because they think, oops, if I say that, they're going to be let down, and no way am I going to let them down. So many times kids work through problems that are too big for them, and they need help working through them, They don't have a relationship with their parent that's strong enough to where they can say, I have a really difficult problem and you might not want to hear this, but I really need someone to talk to. These are things that I think that we can regroup and begin to think about today. If you can begin with the end in mind in a completely new way, you can do it fresh each and every morning. You can ask yourself, What kind of relationship am I building with my child? What kind of relationship do I expect to have as an adult? Those kind of questions help our reactions to change. It helps our, uh, it gives us the ability to have more patience. It gives us the ability to be proud of our own reactions, which in turn, they feel that and they know That you guys have a circle that is building connection every day. And that's not all. We can determine what we want their memory to be of us. This is an even deeper practice that I've talked about, I think, way back in episode three or four, where I said, sit back with your journal, uh, put on some soft music, and really picture what you'd love for your child to say about you um, to their friends. And later on, when they're talking to uh, you know, their spouse and they're telling memories about their childhood, what do you want them to say about you? And then ask yourself, what do I need to do today to be that person? And then actually do it. If your real and deepest desire is that they're going to say uh, something about you like, they always had my back, then what have you done lately to help them know that you always have their back? Many times we get so caught up with training them that we forget this part of it. So, our child may be in a place where they don't get into the college that they want to, or their grades begin to falter. They they aren't able to meet an expectation of a dream that we had when they're little. But being all in with them means that your relationship with them carries on. And there's going to be times when they exceed your expectation and they win that award and they, uh, I don't know, they... They do wonderful on the spelling bee or great in their sport. In those times love on them just as much. But don't make that what what they look at as whether you love them or not or whether you accept them or not. That is a careful line to walk. You can get in the habit of saying you must be so proud of yourself rather than I am so proud of you when they have awards. Because when you tweak little things like that, then they know that yes, they can be proud of themselves, but they don't need to keep meeting this unrealistic expectation in order to have you care about them. That's where perfectionism can really come into play. Now, kids can be perfectionists, and you really as a parent, uh, some kids are just perfectionists. They just get so frustrated when they just get a smallest thing wrong. But sometimes a child is a perfectionist because they feel as though they're trying to live up to an expectation, either by an older sibling, or by, um, by you. And I say, be honest about that if that's happening and have an honest conversation with your child, letting them know that failure is a part of learning. And when they don't meet an expectation, they can pick themselves up and they can dust themselves off and they can rise above it and that you believe in them that they can do that. You trust that they can do that. You know they can do that and that you think that they are amazing, amazing people. This is the type of affirmations you can breathe into your child and you can do that at any age. So today, when you think about the hopes, dreams, aspirations, expectations that you have for your child and for their future, take a minute to think about it in a solution focused approach. And that is what do I hope will happen? My highest hope, my child and me. I say think about the relationship and that is going to put you in a healthy place and it's a thing that you're in control of. And because you're in control of it, it can happen because you have control over the things that you say to them and how you support them and that is why this is the one and only way that you can know that you can find success when you think about shaping your child's future. So, I hope that this can help you in your journey as in parenting this week, today, this moment. And if you haven't already, I invite you to put this show in your library, follow it. There's a drop down near the top. And you won't miss a single episode that we put out. I also give you permission to share these episodes. When we have imp- information that's touched our heart or if someone pops into our mind that we know could use a little boost of confidence or uh, just a, another little piece to their puzzle could be filled as far as a parent, we can reach out and share episodes like this. And I invite you to do that. And now it's time for you to go out and make today amazing. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.